Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. Have you ever been in that place where you see yourself in exactly the same place as you've been before? I'm not talking about a physical location. I'm talking about a situation or a conversation or even a conflict with somebody else where all of a sudden you realize this is the same thing all over again, that deja vu all over again. This has been a tough week for me in a lot of ways, and I notice that I fall into certain patterns when I'm dealing with enhanced stress, and some of that source of that stress doesn't really matter as much. We all have it. It can be family. It can be finances. It can be health issues. It can be a lot of different things, but if you ever find yourself in that place where you're just going through the same thing again and again, kind of a groundhog day experience where you're living the same day over and over, but probably in a microcosm in a, in a short period of time. That's a pattern. We all have certain patterns we've developed in our lives. They may be called neural networks or neural pathways, but that's the scientific name for those. We build these and reinforce them over time, which is why they become a pattern or call it a habit. But think of embedding in your brain a certain way of dealing with a certain kind of situation. And you just fall into that pattern because your brain's been there before It's dealt with it before, but here's the problem. What's been the outcome? Have you got a really good outcome out of that pattern in the past, or maybe it wasn't so good of an outcome? These patterns that are in our brains are really a way of creating energy-saving routines to keep us safe, to deal with specific situations, and not have to engage the executive part of our brain for just everything we're doing. The executive part of our brain is that part of the brain that does our higher level thinking. So critical thinking, problem solving, important decision making, uh, abstract thinking. This is a high energy and high focus part of our brain. And that's why our brain likes patterns because they're comfortable, they use less energy, and in many ways we can kind of do it without thinking about it. Take a minute and think about a situation that you've experienced when you realized you were repeating a pattern. So I'm going to ask you a few questions about that. You're in a situation, all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, I'm in the same place I've been in before around this kind of a situation. What's the situation? 
Is it a conversation? Is it a, a conflict you're dealing with? Is it a certain person trying to influence them or, or deal with them or manage them or even lead them maybe? Or is it a situation uh, you find yourself in? Maybe it is uh, some kind of pressure or stress that you're under. So what's the situation? That's the first question. Once you figure that out, when did you realize you were in the pattern? How far down into the pattern did you get before you realized that you were in that pattern? Or how much time were you in the situation before that thought came to your mind about it being a pattern? Now, honestly and objectively with yourself, does that pattern give you the results you desire? If the answer to that is no, is there something about that pattern that you would change? And as you think through how you could change that pattern to get better outcomes, that's what we're looking for. How could you improve that pattern for the future so you can get better outcomes? We tend to go on autopilot a lot of the time, probably more than we think. Have you ever been driving down the road? And as you're driving down the road, going to a familiar place, your mind's on other things, and all of a sudden you show up at your location. And you think, whoa, how did I get here? Gosh, I hope I didn't run any stop signs or go through any red lights. I think we've all had a similar kind of experience. And our brains take over and make sure that, in many cases, that we do the right things and obey the, the street laws and, and everything. But that's autopilot. And it's so easy to fall into autopilot mode. That mode of operating where we simply don't have to expend a lot of energy or focus to do what we're doing. Can you think of a time when you automatically reacted to something and then you regretted it later? I think we all have those times when that happens to us. I know I have. That's the danger of staying on autopilot. At some point, you have to land the plane. There's an EQ skill, emotional intelligence skill, called recognizing patterns. It's the ability to recognize frequently recurring reactions and behaviors. By the time you reach early adulthood, you've created many patterns in your brain. Think of this as a default way of dealing with a specific situation. Unless we intentionally decide to respond in a different way, our brain prefers to be on autopilot and simply react according to our default pattern for that specific situation. Why? Well, there's several reasons. Number one, because our brain works to save energy. Our brain uses a lot of energy. Number two, it protects us from uncomfortable situations or feelings. 
So our brain is working in the background to protect us when we don't want to feel uncomfortable. Number three, it prompts us to avoid conflict. You know, our brains are wired to avoid conflict if we can. Number four, encourage us to stay in that comfortable place, in that place we're used to, in those patterns that are comfortable. And number five, tries to reinforce our beliefs and bias. That, that's what our brain is doing as we're in these patterns and just kind of going on autopilot is our patterns tend to reinforce our beliefs and our bias and even our behavior to make it okay, to rationalize it as okay, even when maybe it's not. There are many reasons why we have patterns. Patterns can be helpful or they can not be helpful. Some patterns may have undesired outcomes. The reason that recognize patterns is in the category of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, is because it's a critical component of self-awareness. Think of it this way. If you don't recognize a pattern in yourself, there is little chance you're going to change it. If you cannot recognize patterns in other people, your relationship with them may become strained or you may not have the influence you would like to have with that person. You'll certainly not have effective insights into that other person because patterns are an embedded part of all of us how we make decisions, how we react in certain situations, how we deal with certain types of stress. All of that is patterns. And over our years of life, we have created these patterns and then we've reinforced them every time we practice them. Patterns are a part of all of our lives. The more we practice those patterns, uh, the more they're going to become stronger. Now, the more we practice recognizing patterns in ourselves and also in others, the sooner we can catch ourselves entering into that pattern. The earlier we catch ourselves entering into a pattern that we have decided may not be the best outcomes, the sooner we can choose to respond differently instead of just react. Usually, responding provides better results. So what can we look for when we think about this skill of recognizing patterns and how do we start to recognize patterns in ourselves? Uh, there's actually a short video on this in our YouTube channel. So uh, feel free to go there. It's just YouTube at EQFit. I'm going to use another exercise to really express this. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of a conversation or a disagreement and thought, this is going the same way it did the last time this came up. We've already talked about that. I think we all feel like, yeah, we've been there. We've been in those conversations 
all of a sudden it hits us. It's the same thing all over again. We're in that pattern again. And why do we do that? And in many ways, sometimes we trigger other people and then they trigger us and it's back and forth and back and forth. So my pattern is reinforcing their pattern, which is reinforcing my pattern. And neither one of those patterns may be the best for any of us. So when that happens, when those patterns are there, when we recognize them, that's when we can do something about them. At the heart of our patterns is a desire to protect ourselves, to save energy and effort, and to avoid unwelcome emotions. And that's where I want to spend a minute and talk about that avoidance of unwelcome emotions. That's what tends to drive the generation of our patterns and the reinforcement of our patterns. We don't want to feel scared. We don't want to feel anxious. We don't want to feel stressed. We don't want to feel uncertain or uncomfortable or any of that. But sometimes the pattern that's developed because we don't want to feel those things is worse than the emotion itself. And I think if we could practice curiosity, that would help us instead of jumping to the conclusion that, oh, this is bad. This is, this is something I'm going to avoid. I don't like those emotions. Well, what do we do about this? I want you to think of an onion for a minute. Here's another exercise for you. When you think of an onion, there are layers to an onion, right? You peel the layer and there's another layer and you keep going until you get to the core of the onion. So onions are a lot like patterns in our lives. There'll be many layers to peel back to truly understand the pattern and then how to change that pattern. So I've got a a picture in front of me with several circles. And you might look at this as a, think of it as a a target, like for archery or something like that. So there's kind of a bullseye circle and then several rings larger than that moving outwards. Um, Here's what a pattern might look like and what we might be able to do about it. And I'm just going to start in the center of the circle and and work our way out to the other layers. And I've already got an example written up here. And I think once you hear what I'm saying, it'll start to make some sense. So at the very center is a pattern that someone is expressing that they'd like to change. But before you can change a pattern, you have to understand it. So at the very center here is when I think someone is angry with me, I submissively shut down. Okay, what's the impact of that? Go to the next layer out. I avoid conflict. Well, what's the impact of that? That's where we go to the next layer out. I don't voice my opinion because, you know, it could lead to conflict. Well, what's the impact of that? Again, go to the next layer. 
I don't think about what my opinion is. Well, what impact does that have? And then we go to the outermost layer. I ignore my opinions, my needs, and my desires. If you think about a pattern and start to use this kind of an exercise to figure out the pattern and the impact it has, every single layer that I shared with you is a part of the pattern and how it impacts you. So you can replace that middle, you, that middle section, that, that center circle where it says, when I think someone is angry with me, I submissively shut down. You could replace that with what you want to. When I, what? When I, what's, what's the situation? What's the pattern? And then you just take that and say, okay, what's the first thing that comes to mind in how that impacts me? And then you go to the next layer and the next layer and the next layer. And all of a sudden, you have literally written down this pattern and the way that it impacts you so you can visibly see what it is and then you can start to make the changes you need. And they may be things like, when I need to have a crucial conversation with someone, I blank, fill in the blank, and the other layers. The next one, it could be, when I feel like someone is judging me, I what? Or when I get in a situation, I'm anxious, I, and again, fill in the blank. And then what is the impact of that in the next layer out and the next and the next and the next. When you have focused on the situation, you can then start to fill in the various layers of the onion or the pattern with how that is impacting you. So when you've gone through this previous exercise we just talked about, what I call the the onion exercise or, or the different layer exercise of patterns, when, when you've done it several times, you really increase your self-awareness. If you would stop and think about the different patterns you have embedded in you and go through this, and again, not all patterns are bad. Some patterns are good, and you don't necessarily want to get rid of those or change those, but you will gain more self-awareness. Self-awareness is critical. Uh, it will help you be more intentional with your choices so you can make better decisions, you can get better results. I want to share an important thought with you. And I, I stress this. I've got it bolded right now on the paper I'm looking at. Why? When we're under increased stress, the patterns we have built will show up more often. Some of these may be beneficial, but some may have a negative outcome. When stress rises, it's important to pause. Why? That pause is the difference between simply reacting, just letting the pattern take over, or responding. So think of it this way. If you had just a 90-second pause, just a minute and a half, 
where you paused, here's what you could do. That pause allows for several things to happen. First, take a breath. Then second, resist the urge to just react and fall into your pattern. Third, consider what you're thinking and feeling in that moment. Fourth, set aside your ego, because that does come to play quite a bit. And fifth, think through the consequences of different types of responses. If you do that, then you can respond instead of just react and you can get better outcomes and better results because of it. Recognizing patterns can become a very profitable skill. Profitable, you say? How, how is that? Share that with me. I would be happy to do that. When I work with salespeople and sales teams, this is a key skill we work to develop. Buyers have their own set of patterns. If you can understand what those buying patterns are for those buyers, you have a serious competitive advantage. Here's another example. If you are a stay-at-home parent or maybe a caregiver, recognizing patterns in the people around you gives you greater insight into their needs and into the emotions that are driving their behavior. The more you can understand that, the better you can navigate and manage those situations. Here's another one. If you're a leader, this is a very important skill for you. Your leadership success is based on your level of influence and your ability to engage team members. If you or they have patterns that are negatively impacting teamwork and collaboration, you will have reduced levels of influence and engagement. So this whole recognize patterns things, this skill that we're talking about has real impact if you learn it and use it. Sometimes though, we shy away from too much introspection, too much self-evaluation. It may be uncomfortable or even a little bit scary at times. We may not like what we find. On the other hand, the rewards of increasing self-awareness through an EQ skill like recognizing patterns can provide huge benefits. If we create a curious mindset, we can leave judgment behind and get the insights that will move us forward. Will you choose to be curious and explore your patterns? I hope so. That is when you will become more aware of the patterns in others. The results, better choices, better relationships, greater success and satisfaction in life. The choice is yours. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode, or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.